Hello and welcome to Magnum She Wrote. My name is Aaron, and with me as always is Cameron. Welcome back. <sighs> back again. This is our second recording oh, of this episode, so <laughs> let's, I, let's try to tighten this up and make it better. <laughs> tighten it up. And I, I sang the wrong lyrics to that song anyway. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so today we're discussing Murder, She Wrote, uh, Death Cast a Spell. Which is a misnomer. Yeah, because he, he he's a hypnotist. A he doesn't cast a <laughs> spell. There's no magic involved here. As we all know, hypnotism is bunk. Yes, it does not work. <laughs> it does not work. It does not work. It does not work. It will relax you, maybe, but just in the kind I of way someone... I don't even think it's going to relax you. You can listen to an ASMR video on YouTube. I'm not going to have any stranger effect. be like, you are relaxed. Yeah, listen I'm not going to be relaxed. Listen to my relaxing voice. No. I've locked you in this room. <laughs> We're together alone. You're not going to remember anything that happens. You're not going to remember. Yeah, I'll pass. I don't think I'm going to get pass. relaxed there, sucker. <laughs> This episode came out December 30th, mm-hmm. 1984. Uh, the top movie and top songs are the same as they were, Beverly Hills Cop mm. and Like a Virgin, respectively. Okay. Are you going to read the IMDb one? Or, I have to or read the Or the Amazon. Well, the Amazon one is better because the IMDb one says he's popular, but the Amazon description says he's flamboyant. The <laughs> hypnotist. And I was like, he's not flamboyant at all. He's a sharp dresser. Yeah. Like well, I don't, I don't get how he's flamboyant. Personally, I don't have the Amazon <laughs> one in front of me right, right now, and I have the IMDb, so I'm gonna go with that All one. All right, we'll go with that one. But just imagine every third word is the word flamboyant. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> it's a, it'd be a weird sentence, but okay. okay. Well, start. So anyway, a popular nightclub. Flamboyant. Hip- <laughs> <laughs> you said every three words. A popular flamboyant nightclub hypnotist. Flamboyant. (laughs) No, it's not going to (laughs) work. Okay. A popular nightclub hypnotist is discovered murdered during a private press call. Flamboyantly. (laughs) Flamboyantly. He was flamboyantly (laughs) murdered. Now, I will say he is probably murdered flamboyantly. I don't know. They never tell us how he was killed. No, wait. He is stabbed in the back. Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I was I forgot so... about the knife in his back. I forgot about that knife in his back. I was so blindsided by this one. I love by, this one so much. By the uh, sexual dynamism? Dyna, 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 what is dynamism? Is that a word? <laughs> it's like a dynamics. Like <laughs> Stop making up words like I do. <laughs> like the the sexual charisma uh-huh. of Jose Ferrer, who returns oh, two episodes yes. in a row let with us, two different. Let us let's say this right now. This. Let's talk about this right now. Jose Ferrer and back to back episodes of hours, but three years apart. Yeah, that's. Incredible. That is bonkers. What are the odds? How did that even happen? That's when you know that That's what we're doing. That's when you know that what we're doing is right. What we're doing, what we're is, doing is right. destined by fate. <laughs> <laughs> the the fate is like <laughs> passing around their eyeball yeah. between each other being like, yes. And there will come a time when a podcast <laughs> will combine these two And the golden age will be ushered in <laughs> by a podcast discussing 40-year-old television shows. <laughs> And also, so yeah, Jose Ferrer yes. is in this. He's again. back. It's amazing. So that's that's great. That was really cool. Also, who is back? Robert Loja! Who is becoming like the patron saint of this podcast. Yes, for his stink is all over this. <laughs> all over it. I he mean, just usually rubs he's in, himself in it. Like a pig and pig and poop. <laughs> but he usually is over Magnum yep, PI World, yep. but he kind of 
he came over, over here to, uh, to see how Rick. it's really done. To see how it's done. And maybe the episodes get better four years into the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as we say, we, I guess we should kind of give a alluded to it, but I suppose we should kind of give a little background. Oh. We've actually recorded this episode yes. before. Yes, and then Adobe lost the whole thing. Yeah, and we lost Everything. We lost everything. It was a, I mean, not too much more, but. I loved it. I, I thought that I, one was our best ever, and there's no way we can duplicate that. <laughs> I think I was the funniest I've ever been. And, like, even <laughs> if you don't personally think I'm funny, yeah. I was funny that time. <laughs> but Sure you were, honey. Sure. There's no proof suggesting otherwise. <laughs> there's no evidence to the contrary. So just imagine the funniest thing you've ever heard. That's what happened. <laughs> and uh, and honestly, we were frustrated by it, yeah. obviously, because it's a bummer. Yeah, so but, we finally came back around a few days later. Yeah, because, we were going to not do it at all. Well, the only reason why we did it, and for me, it was because one of our listeners had told you that she loves listening to our podcast. And I was like, okay, we can't skip one episode. Exactly. Especially not Especially since she, we know she, that this person watches Murder, She Wrote, right, right along with us. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, I don't, I don't want to... You know, not discuss this episode. And besides, I love this episode. This episode is maybe one of the best yes. Murder, She Wrote episodes I we've seen I love so it. Far. So we have to discuss it, no matter how angry we were yeah. that we lost the first recording. I'll make sure it's recording. Oh. Real quick. Yep. Still recording? Still okay. recording. Excellent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Every five minutes, I'm going to have you do that. that that's fine, but okay. we're going to have to keep some space around it so I can edit those. Sure, sure. Out. Sure, okay. sure. Well, you can keep the first check-in. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> so, our story takes us to picturesque Lake Tahoe. Right. Well, you're going to go ahead and start. I wanted to say that I love this episode because there are so many excellent suspects. Oh, yes. This one is chock Excellent full of Excellent suspects. And it has that happy medium yeah. of suspects. It's not mm-hmm. like, oh, it's clearly this one person because there's only yeah. three people in the episode. It's not Jessica. It's not exactly. Amos. So it's obviously this guy. And it's not a Magnum episode where suddenly there's a new guy and it clearly it's him. Yeah. Or it's not like <laughs> one of the earlier Murder, She Wrote episodes mm-hmm. where someone says, we all wanted to kill we him. We all wanted him dead. You, you know, there's actually a mystery here. And since we actually watched the episode a second time to yeah. kind of kind of refresh ourselves and right. watching it a second time there's actually there really are good a lot of illusions illusions that you might not catch the yeah. first time but on the second watch you're like oh yeah, yeah oh okay. yeah I now see. i see that yeah. oh that's why they said that uh, yeah oh, okay. it, but it's like it's well written it really is it's like although we are we are going to BS. destroy an entire plot once we get there oh, <laughs> about yeah. yamber and the memory block yeah oh, i yeah. i am gonna like Land base that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Yeah. That's what people yeah. are here for. Yeah, because his name is Yamber. <laughs> so, do you want me to get started now? Can I start now? Mm, now. Now. Okay, great. Picture yourself. Picture, picture, <laughs> picture yourself. Hmm, I'm picturing, Lake... picturing myself. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Lake Tahoe, and the great Caliostro, Jose Ferrer, mm-hmm. is on stage, and he's got like five or six dum dums up on stage. Right. Volunteers. Made... Sure. Is another word for it. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's hypnotizing them to all be their favorite animal. Yes, and then this woman in blue is like, my favorite animal is a chicken. <laughs> yeah, and like, I just wanted to know whose favorite animal is a chicken. Chickens are great. Yeah. They, they're great. But who? But is, is that really favorite, your favorite, favorite animal? animal? Is your favorite animal to eat? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do like chicken. <laughs> but like, then one person becomes a wounded elephant. A wounded elephant is her favorite animal. So I'm like... <laughs> 
So, what? How is a wounded elephant your favorite? Do you want to like cripple them first yes, so you can pet them? You want to like cut those back tendons <laughs> like, so that they're down? I mean, like, yeah, now they're my favorite. And then there's one person who I guess might be. I don't know if she's a, what she's know. supposed to be, but she starts petting a guy who's a dog. I think she's trying to be a monkey and she's looking for headlights. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you look for headlights. <laughs> well, maybe she she's didn't a, know. She's a terrible Maybe monkey. Maybe she didn't know how to look for headlights. Her favorite animal, and she doesn't know how to look for headlights. <laughs> yeah, I don't. If I were to hypnotize you, which I won't because we can't. Yeah, because hypnotism exist. doesn't work. It's, yeah. it's not real. Yeah. What animal would you become? Uh, probably a wolf, and then I would bite out your jugular with my bare teeth. <laughs> that would be the end. That would be what? the end. Why do all our episodes have allusions <laughs> to you murdering me in it? It's my secret fantasy. Everybody out there, please save these files. <laughs> <laughs> they might be important one day. <laughs> no, it's too obvious. I'm too obvious. Yeah. So we cut from the great Cagliostro. He's just having a great show, and there's a woman. Oh, in... which? Okay, hold on. Let me stop you. Well, which would your favorite animal be if I hypnotized you? You were getting sleepy. What is your favorite animal? Prey. Prey? You'd be like a rabbit? Rabbit. <laughs> so we can't be on the same stage. I'd massacre you. It's like... You'd massacre. Just limbs being tossed So seriously, over. a rabbit, really? Ra- yeah, a rabbit. Really? No, no. What would you turn into? Uh, oh boy, I was just thinking of having this question <laughs> turn back on me. Oh my gosh, uh, you're a great interviewer, honey. Right? Um, I don't know. A giant squid. <laughs> that is not your favorite <laughs> I just, animal. I just flop on the ground. <laughs> and then as a wolf, I would still eat you. I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite animal. When I was a kid, I had two favorite animals. Okay. I guess it doesn't make them a favorite. But yeah, it does. But it, it went friends. back and forth between cheetahs mm-hmm. because I, I like fast things yes. and well well <laughs> suddenly I'm feeling kind of insulted <laughs> and otters because oh. I like cute things okay so I'm cute and fast all right <laughs> right all right there you cool. go <laughs> but, then, but I guess otter an otter cheetah an otter like a, cheetah like a hybrid of that it would be a spotted otter <laughs> it would be so ganky looking <laughs> be a meld of grossness. You like, have some fur hunks at here and there. Like, and... You know how like otters have like a long yeah. torso? It'd be like that, but kind of like hunched. Yeah. It'd be weird, <laughs> but that's what it'd be. All right, cool. It's like a liger, but... Yeah, ligers are cool. It's a chotter. It's a chotter? <laughs> <laughs> so we cut from a great Caliestra doing famous animal tricks. Oh, and he also mm-hmm. hypnotizes everyone to imagine that they're naked. Yes. Which is... Oh... I don't know if that's a nice and thing to do. And he doesn't take them out of that state. So they believe they're still naked. Naked forever. And, of course, that one lady in blue just starts strutting around. Yeah, the she's chicken like, lady. look at my cool stuff. Yeah. Whose favorite animal was a chicken? chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of like to, I'd like to know that woman a little more. Like, she's she's kinda, interesting. She's definitely got something going on. I mean, like, come on, guys. Her favorite animal is a chicken. She likes walking around naked. You know what uh, I think the most boring answer for, like, who your favorite animal will be? Yeah. is like a dog. Like you had a wolf, yeah. that's uh, okay. but like but like a guy like who's just like a dog or like a fish or a goldfish. Yeah, a goldfish or something like that. Like chicken's kind of interesting. That person's got <laughs> something going on up there that you might that they're interesting. Okay, okay. But yeah, he makes them all think that they're naked and yeah. s- standing in front of everybody, which is a cruel thing. Very. I think you can agree. Yes. So we cut from there mm-hmm. to oh, but we are looking at Joan. In the audience, oh. because Joan is busy taping it right now. And who is 
Joan. Joan is the most annoying Slytherin you will ever meet. <laughs> Slytherin. Yes. She is totally because a Slytherin. Because she keeps pushing her way into things in order to get what she wants. But she's like a Slytherin on the and level. And she's looking for uh, ways to climb the ladder. She's she's a Slytherin mm-hmm. in, on the level of like a crab and goyle, though. Yeah. Not conniving she's, to the sense she's, she's not cleverly cunning like myself. Right. She's just a jerk. <laughs> uh, we, we've established on the podcast. We've established I'm Slytherin. Yeah, yeah. okay. Great, yeah, great, and you're Ravenclaw. Yeah, this yeah. Is what This is what makes us excellent together exactly yes so (laughs) so but yeah she's like a dumb slytherin yes she really is yeah crab and goyle level yes but she's trying to be cunning in order to uh raise up in the ranks exactly and she oh and she is just like into the show yeah she just thinks this hypnotism show at this Kind of, she dreams about it. It's a kind of a janky she eats little. It. It, she it's puts supposed it on to be like skin. It's supposed to be this like <laughs> super fancy resort in Tahoe. Yeah, and he's but just on this janky, janky stage. I think I was on a stage like that when I was five for a yeah. talent show. Yeah, I've seen. You know, it was rinky dink. I've seen karaoke bars that have like a better yeah. setup than what this guy's at. So we cut from her fawning adulation mm-hmm. of Cagliostro to. Um, a scene of uh, spousal abuse. <laughs> yeah. Woo! That's fun. I, I like these 180s. I do, too. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, so we skip to Robert Loja strangling his really pretty wife. Playing she to is type. so cool looking. Another really cool looking woman. Yes, her name is Regina, and she I is I haven't seen cool. cool looking women in a really long time. You know, there's pretty women. Yeah. But cool looking women is a completely different level of woman, in right. my opinion. And she was super cool looking. But all these super cool looking women, like the woman in yeah. um, Off, the, Off to Kill, Kill the Wizard, the Wizard mm-hmm. like they have very questionable taste in their men. Very questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of their coolness is in their uh, appearance and not in their brains, unfortunately. No. No, because that first woman was a black widow. She, she was, was very brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And Regina's no slouch. No, she's not. And so, she's really cool even when being blackmailed. Yeah. So what's going on here is Loja has discovered mm-hmm. that his wife, Regina, mm-hmm. has been sleeping with the great Cagliostro. <laughs> I.E. Jose Ferrer. <laughs> Jose Ferrer. Who she's is, super cool looking. Let's just, you know, put this I down I think here. if you were a person... Well, we have to establish that apparently everybody thinks this great Nostradamus is like the bee's knees. And every single yes. woman wants to have the sex with him. The type of people who would think he's the bee's knees mm-hmm. are the type of people who would use the term bee's knees or, <laughs> or cat's pajamas. I'm not into him, honey. No, but I mean, like, I think I was I was thinking about this. I mean, he's a good looking older man, for sure. I, I have But lived... I don't understand these women just Fawning, fawning over, over him. him, like throwing them, throwing him their bikini tops. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Like I just don't get it. Well, I've lived with this episode twice now, actually three <laughs> times. So, have you discovered his animal magnetism? I think where Jose Ferrer works, mm-hmm. and this is a guess. Okay. I don't know if it works necessarily, it's his but cool voice. He has a great voice. Yeah. Although he's not British, although they try to make no. him. British, but he's I, not. hundred percent not. <laughs> well, there's several people that they're like, oh, he was from, from England, Britain. and he's got the most American accent. <laughs> Hi there, I'm from Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, like you said, he's an attractive, a distinguished older gentleman. Right. I think the prime viewership from for Murder She Wrote when it came out mm-hmm. was probably. People. My mother's age at the time. Yes. Yeah, because my mother was a big fan. I don't want to say older, but like middle age to she was older. retirement age yeah. people. 
who that might be attractive. He might actually be attractive to them. You know, we're, I we're think younger. it was a different time when younger women were attracted to older men. Yeah. You know, yeah. because like that was kind of more what you had I to mean, do. I mean, it still happens today, of course, but I mean. Yeah. Not as much because women are, you know, offered jobs now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, well yeah. And you're not getting. They don't have to pimp themselves so out for, for, security for security or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think I think that might be it. But mm. it, it doesn't really totally wash with me but i'm like i guess he's attractive to a certain demographic maybe he's attractive because he's kind of mysterious because apparently in the 80s hypnotism is real so imagine (laughs) imagine he's a real warlock okay okay so you're imagining he can actually conjure flames from his hands right Right, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty right? cool, I mean, except I think for that's would... not what hypnotism is, yeah. Right, but I'm putting it on that level, because we all know hypnotism is well, yes. the, well, the show tries to make it, because it calls Death Cast the Spell, yeah. but then they do it as psychology for the whole yeah. thing, so it's... Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just trying to make it more understandable for me. Okay. So, I think if he could actually conjure flames in his hands... Right. And create ice walls right. and stuff. I might be really interested because <laughs> okay. I'd, I'd want to be like, "How do you do this? How do you do that? Okay, this is cool." Okay, then explain Regina's attraction to Robert Loja. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's Robert Loja. Duh. So anyway, let's get back to what's going on. Okay. Scene. He is accusing her of cheating on him with the great Caliosa. Right. He full on. Chokes her. Full on chokes her and then starts making out with her. And then it's crazy because then she says, no, 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 I didn't cheat on you. At least he not on purpose. He hypnotized me. He hypnotized me, which is getting yeah. to a whole new level of creep. Ugh, whole new level of creep. And but we find out that this Nostradamus character is a creep anyway. Well, he's a creep. Because he's, he's been hypnotizing people in order to blackmail them. Yeah, he's got yeah. a past. Yeah, he's got a and nasty which, past. Because, and we're going to get more into that right. as the episode goes. But Loja's position is more of Cameron's position. <laughs> although not choking anyone. Yeah, I was Who like, was what? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 we, we disagree on a lot of things, but as far as hypnotism goes, yeah. or there's no such thing as hypnotism. Yeah. You only do it because you really want to do it. Yeah. Deep down, Deep you must down. have really wanted to. And she was like, yes, okay, at first. I really did want to uh, have an affair with him. But now he owns me and he won't let me go. And to- and so he goes, oh, of course. That must be it, of course. And then they like... Why would you ever not want to be with me, Robert Loja? So let's make out. <laughs> and then Robert Loja sucks her soul out of her mouth, yes. her mouth like a de- dementor. <laughs> yes, yes he does. <laughs> and he goes downstairs. They meet in the kitchen. He mm-hmm. meets Cagliostro. He kind of gives him a nod of like, mm-hmm. great show. Better have enjoyed it because that was your last one, sucker. Yes. And Cagliostro's like, what are you talking about? I get paid a million dollars over the course of three years, whether I work here or not. And Loja says... Well, Loja says it'll be worth, worth it, it just to s- kick you out on your butt. And then Nostradamus is like, well, you better watch out then. Because You don't want to make an enemy out of me. And I'll probably take Regina with, with me. You. So, <laughs> And that's when Loja throws forks at him. Forks or sporks. Or uh, peanut in, butter knives. It's indeterminate. <laughs> but he does start throwing cutlery <laughs> yes. at Cagliostro. And he's subdued mm-hmm. by Cagliostro's bodyguard, Zach. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those. It's one of those. Kevin Zach. Kevin Zach. Zach Kevin. Zach Kevin. And Zevin. It, he looks sort of like a porno bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder where he was hired. <laughs> so. Uh, 70s. Okay, so bodyguard. now, now, this far, a lot, it's very eventful so far. Yeah. Just 
shows up now. Oh, right. She just now sh- appears. She shows up. We've been up. talking about this for like half an hour. We haven't even gotten to Jessica Fletcher. She just shows up now. Uh, it, it's a great episode, guys. A great episode. episode. <laughs> it, it, I could go into extreme detail. I have this no problem mm-hmm. having watched it again and talking about it yes, again, actually. Yes, now I'm now good. that I'm in it, I'm like, I'm oh, good. yeah, this is. This... But I'm probably not going to mock you as much for the trapeze artist thing like I did the first time. <laughs> oh, we're getting to the yeah, trapeze. Yeah, we're, we're getting we're getting. We'll at least there. discuss our different views yes, on that. Yes, yes. <laughs> very, very <laughs> dis- different views. That's very important. Yes. Jessica goes up to the counter. She. Asks them, do you need my credit card? Mm-hmm. And he says, no. No, this, pu- the publisher's paying for it. The pub- She's like, oh, wow. So that's sweet, nice. Sweet. And yeah. she asks, oh, can I talk to my editor? She, mm-hmm. Can you tell me which room she's in? And he's like, oh, oh I'll look her up, out. but I don't recognize the name. And that's when Joan enters. Joan. Joan. Ugh, I hate Joan. Joan. Yeah, Joan is right there with Morgana. Right there. Oh um, my! No, she's worse than actually. Morgana. Yeah, Joan grates on me. Morgana, I think, had some mental issues. I think I think Morgana but had some Joan problems. Joan is just obnoxious. She is. You, you, everyone <laughs> should watch this episode to see Joan. Show it to your kids and be like, "Don't be this person. Don't be Joan. Don't be Joan. <laughs> Joan. She's got a cool name, but don't be her." <laughs> Joan says, "Oh." Ha, 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 Jess, this has all been a ruse. Yeah. Your editor's not I here. I forged the uh, signatures on the editor and everybody else just to get you down here because I want you to write a book on this Cagliostro Nostradamus guy. And, and you're asking yourself, well, who are you, Joan? Yeah. She's, she's an, an assistant, assistant editor. editor. She's an, she, she basically proofreads. Yeah, she's basically a copy editor. So or, she basically or, or, kidnaps Jessica Fletcher in order to get her to write this dumb book about a hypnotist. Which, by the way, Jessica Fletcher does not believe hypnotism is real. Exactly. And so she she's like, well, no, we shouldn't do this. And she's like, well, can you at least sort of do it? Because I'll get fired if you don't. <laughs> yeah, well, now let's, let's, let's skip to the scene where, you know, she has to take her into the uh, lunchroom. Because Jessica Fletcher's like, well, I'm hungry, so let's at least eat food. Let's eat some food. So that's so Joan tries to seduce her with wine and dinner <laughs> to be like, look at it from my perspective. Well, well and like, like she's like, y- you've never heard of the great Cagliostro? And she's like, no, why should I? And she's like, are you kidding me? He's a famous hypnotist. <laughs> Name one hypnotist. And he's a he's a hypnotist <laughs> that she acts as like world renowned. And clearly makes millions of dollars makes doing millions this. Millions of dollars for three years worth of work. Yeah. At this like rinky dink hotel like, in Lake Tahoe. Like Lake Tahoe. Where are they getting this money? <laughs> and it's like okay, maybe Help poor people. Maybe okay? you can name me a famous hypnotist. Maybe. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. But name a hypnotist. No one can ever name a famous but she hypnotist. Ex- but she expects Jess to know a hypnotist yeah. at a hotel yeah. across the country. Yes. Because he's that fabulously yeah. famous. She's that <laughs> fabulously famous. <laughs> he's so pamployantly fabulous. So as we're having this conversation, oh, and Jess basically tells mm-hmm. Joan, look, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to yeah. stay the night because it's a swank hotel. Yeah. And I don't want to fly back right now. Yeah. So we're going to stay the night. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow you can tell your editor yeah. or your boss that I, I saw his act. I wasn't interested after all to write mm-hmm. this book about a stupid hypnotist. And she's like, well, yeah, I don't know but, what that book would be. Yeah. But she's like, yeah, but wait, it, it gets worse. I will be fired because I also forged the boss's boss's name on here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And saying that you will write this book. You will 100%. Because I thought you'd because, go crazy for this Because I thought you'd go idea. crazy for it. So I also forged your name and saying that you would do it. Yeah. 
And she's like, oh, my goodness, why would you do this, Joan? And at that point, I'd be like, fire, fire Joan. You. you are a psychopath. Fire Joan. You are the worst. She lied to get her down here and then lied to all of her bosses. Like, uh, it's one thing if Because she... she's got a hang-up for Cagliostro. It, okay. It's one thing to, like, trick her into coming down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a free hotel state. Tahoe's lovely. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Like, if someone tricked me to go across the country to a nice hotel that they're paying for mm-hmm. to pitch me an idea that I'm not really interested in. Right. Okay, fine. We're not going to do this. But then you forged my signature <laughs> yeah. to your boss, assuming I was going to love yeah. your dumb hypnotist idea. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. no. You're, You're gone. Fired. You're yeah. fired. You're fired. I don't trust my career Mm-mm. with you now. No. I need you to be good at your job. I'm not even wanting you to proof my books anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so as this is all going down, Regina comes down to the to the bar. Is, she orders a drink. And doesn't get it. Gives the tr- evil eye to Cagliostro. I interpret it more as, see, I don't inter- interpret it as an evil eye. I do I put a pin in it, and I will tell you why later. Well, I think you're right. Yeah. But I... <laughs> I don't understand why she would come down there just to give because him Because she line. wanted him to know that she's she over him. Uh, okay. Well, she gives him this eye. I thought it looked like a look of longing. No. It no, was, I mean, it was a look not. of like, I am so done with you. I'm going to have you murdered. I wonder why my people skills are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like she <laughs> She looked like she wanted me. <laughs> But she actually did not at all. Actually, I was abrasive and terrible. I know you have excellent people skills. <laughs> but um, he kind of invites her to drink with him. She that's when she gets up and leaves. She doesn't mm-hmm. get her drink. No, she's. So I'd leaves. be annoyed if I was the bartender. Yeah, or whatever. Because how do you make a double Gibson anyway? I don't know. I mean, is it just like whiskey on ice? I don't think that's a drink people even drink it. I don't. I've never heard of it. <laughs> There's okay. We have two other gentlemen that are in this bar mm-hmm. now. Yeah. We have the mayor from Jaws. The mayor from Jaws. His name is Mr. Michaels, but we're gonna exclusively refer to him as the mayor from Jaws. Jaws mayor. Jaws mayor, and then his kind of buddy, his like his mentee, protege, his protege. <laughs> yeah, his protege. Andy, and he's a journalist. Yes, specifically, and he's one of those um, fun, good-looking '80s guys. He still has the feathered hair. Yeah, and... very Billy Zabka. Yeah, a bit on yeah. the Aryan side, yeah. but not in a oh, threatening. Oh, he word. a bit. <laughs> he's like a hundred percent on the Aryan side. <laughs> he's tipped the scales on the Aryan side, and he's obviously younger. Yeah. So. So they're looking at Cagliostro John, and Jaws Mayor Jaws is getting Mayor drunk. Comes, he's getting drunk and his tie's all askew. That's and a he kind of trips down as he's walking towards Cagliostro. And he tells Cagliostro, you're a phony, you're a fraud. Mm-hmm. You, you, I'm going to find out all of your secrets I, and I'm going to destroy you. And Cagliostro is like, fine, I'll tell you what. You can come up to my room in one hour. Mm-hmm. You can bring all the press you want. Yeah. I will tell you everything you want to know. But you're going to have to do this under hypnotism, and you're not going to be able to remember a thing. Yeah, my... But if I'm a phony like you claim me to be, you'll remember all of my yeah, secrets. If, yeah, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. it doesn't exist... Cameron. If it doesn't exist, what are you afraid of? And he's a total coward. He gets his protege, Andy, to do it because he's drunk and going to go up to his room and pass out. Yeah, he says he's too drunk to do it. But and, he's and really Andy, a coward. And Andy even says to him, like, you're going to look like a coward. Yeah. 
but he's like, I don't care. He's a total coward. Yeah. And then at that point, that whole kind of scene happens. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like a big scene in this, like, public restaurant. So you see Joan then suddenly just take off running. And... and And just because, like, wait, Joan, where are you going? What's up? And Joan is running after Cagliostro. Now, at this point, Mm -hmm. Jess has made her position clear. I have no interest in this. I think it's hokey. I want to go home tomorrow. Hypnotism is lame. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing this. But yet she, like, bolts out and and she accosts Cagliostro and says, hey, (laughs) world-famous author J.B. Fletcher is here. Can we get in on this, like, meeting? Yeah, and he's like, sure, of sure, course. I'd great. be honored. Yeah, I'd be honored. And so Joan's like, yes, I know she'll go for it. We'll be here in 20 minutes. <laughs> I haven't done anything but fail since I started. <laughs> and push <laughs> Jessica Fletcher to do what I want. <laughs> There's going to be a murder, and it's going to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> and then Andy, the Jaws Mayor's protege, yeah. comes up to J.B. I think it's because he recognizes her as the mystery writer. He recognizes he, yeah. he introduces But he doesn't her. actually say that. He So well, I'm assuming he recognized her. I think that's exactly what it is because he introduces her mm-hmm. he himself to her. He says, You're J.B. Fletcher, aren't you? Yeah. Like I even think he says the writer. And it's, you know, he's yeah. got her picture all over this book sleeve. So he's a yeah. fan, I guess. Yeah. And he's just introducing himself to her. And she witnessed the scene and she says, Looks like we're in the same position. We got these people forcing us to do yeah. this interview. Forcing with us this, to go to this hypnotism. With this dork that yeah. we don't want to do it. And and they kind of bond a little bit yeah. over this. Jess leaves. She goes out into the casino area where she is... Accosted by a diehard fan of a soap, soap opera, opera who thinks she's like Nurse Betty or it's something. Like a, yeah, it's something <laughs> weird like yeah. Beatrice Betty, the yeah. nurse or something. From Doctors and Hospitals or something. <laughs> I think that was like the title. Doctors and Hospitals. Yeah. That great soap. I was like, oh, I want to watch that one. And Jess is annoyed. Yes. But she's being, you know, mm-hmm. okay. And she's like, it's a pleasure to meet you, but... Uh, I don't think I'm who you think I am. And she and the woman has a, a J.B. Fletcher book, and mm-hmm. Jessica pulls out the book, shows her the, the jacket. Yeah, it's and like, she's look, like, this is my picture. This, I'm the writer, not this nurse. And, and this fan keeps, gets angry. And she just keeps insisting that she yeah. is who she is. So then she sees Andy running by, and so she's like, hey, Andy, 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 you know, save me, save me, save me. And he doesn't just, acknowledge her at all. He just gets onto the elevator. And so Jess is just kind of so left there. So Jess is left there. But then once she, like, tells the fan again that she's the writer and shows the proof, then the fan's like, whatever, and huffs off. Yeah, and huffs off. And is super angry that she's not Nurse Betty. Like, I mean, like, let's, oh, be, wait, let's okay. be fair to, like... So, say, you know, I'm like, Stephen King, why aren't you Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> you know, you wouldn't be angry at that. You'd be like, Stephen King, you, sign my book. And then, you know? and then you kick him in the nuts and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you get him to sign your book? How dare you not be Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> I'm, I'm just ripped off here. <laughs> my, my disappointment will never recover. Yes. Oh, so uh, upset. So, Joan tells Jess... Hey, great news. You've been invited to the hypnotist meeting. Isn't that great? She's like, no. Uh, and she's like, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. I want to get back to Cabot Cove. I yeah. want to find out what happened to my friend Ethan. He just disappeared he off just the face. He just disappeared off the face he of the w- planet. He, w- he went out on his boat to Tally Ho 2 and, and just disappeared. So we have the Tally Ho 3 now on the dock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am a mystery writer, but I'm not going to look into that not one. Not at all. We cut to the room. Mm-hmm. Like, Joan and Jess are heading that way. Yeah. But they've already entered the room, these mm-hmm. 
there's like five or six yeah. journalists. And so Cagliostro is in the process of hypnotizing them. Yes. And then that's when Joan tells Jess, aren't you the least bit curious? And Jessica's like, fine, you know what? I'll go do this just to get you off my case. Just to get you off my case. like Because she's so persistent. Yeah, it's persistency. Like, it's fine to be a little persistent. Persistent is key when working out. Right. <laughs> no, that's consistency. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I thought consistency was when you're drinking. <laughs> Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. No. So Jess and Joan show up to the room. Kevin Zach mm-hmm. is out front. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, it's already started. I can't let you in there. I don't have a key. And even Yeah. And even if yeah. I wanted to, I don't have a key. So mm-hmm. you're kind of SOL. And that's when glass shatters. Well, Jess is, if you notice, Jess is about to be like, fine, see ya, peace out. And, <laughs> and then they hear glass shattering. Yeah. And they're all like, what is that? What is that? And they try to get into the room. And then Robert Loja gets off the elevator like two seconds later. Yeah, just like a little bit after. And he's like, oh, I've got the master key. So he lets him in and Cagliostro is dead in front of these five witnesses who are still, still hypnotized. Under hypnosis. Yeah, under hypnosis. Mm-hmm. And so now we meet our next, one of my Next favorite characters, <laughs> and that's Detective Corncob Pipe. Yeah, he's pretty great. He's just busy smoking his pipe, pipe. while he's looking at the I crime scene. I wish people, you know, forget vaping, forget <laughs> cigarettes, forget pipes. I mean, forget cigars. Uh-huh. Bring back pipes. Yeah. But he, so he's in the middle of like ashing all over the forensic team's <laughs> he's like using evidence. He's for fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks to Jess for a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because, to me, it's weird. Yeah. Because... He's treating her like a suspect. He's treating her like a suspect. He's like, hey... But there's, like, two other people with her outside the door. door, When it happened. When it happened. Like, there's no possible... Well, even, like... Even if you trace it all the way back to the casino, she yeah. was with the fan who doesn't recognize yeah. her. She was in a crowded elevator. Yeah. <laughs> she was with Joan and Kevin. Yeah. Or what's his name? Kevin Zach. Kevin Zach. And, you know, yeah. she's with everyone. And he's like, you don't leave the hotel. I got more <laughs> questions for you. And she says, like, at one point, she's like, I have no idea. I was yeah. like, outside the door. I have no <laughs> I idea what's know. going on. But then she's like... But since I'm here... But since I'm here, why is this window broken? Because it's not broken close enough to the lock on the sliding yeah, glass that door. Yeah, that was the sound of glass they yeah. heard shattered. And it's mm-hmm. a sliding glass door. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you can imagine a sliding glass door where, like, the handle or the lock is, yeah. it's, like, the far end of it. Yeah, it's nowhere near where you would need to break it in order to get in. And, and she's like, this person would have to have six-foot arms to yeah. use that to, like, get So in. why was this even broken? So, hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Everyone's still hypnotized. Yeah. But fortunately, because Cagliostro superfan Joan recorded... Recorded it. Then she got uh, an earlier recording to unhypnotize these people. Okay. I have a problem with this. Because it's his voice. It's so powerful. Yeah. And they also, and we're going to find this out, have another hypnotist on staff. Yes. His name is Yamber, and he is currently there being like, yes, they are all hypnotized. Couldn't he bring them out of hypnotism and undo this memory block so that they instantly tell him who killed Cagliostro? But here's my... But he doesn't. Here's my problem. Mm. This is new information for me, folks. Okay. If a recording is capable of taking you out of a hypnotic state, Mm -hmm. then can a recording put you under a hypnotic state? Could she listen to his... Technically, yes. It would have to, because if it can pull you out, then it has to be able to put you in. Yes. There's, there. It's a two-way street here. You can't just, like, so she, what was she going to do with that tape? She was going to hypnotize herself <laughs> and become she, a chicken? Was she hypnotize herself into a chicken and then the batteries rang Wait, over? so, yeah, was she just sleeping with her headphones on, being like, yes, he's hypnotizing me yeah, as a what chicken? What is she doing? What is she doing with a recording? 
Wait, this doesn't make sense. What we need... I hate hypnotism. And I hate Joan. I hate Joan. <laughs> and I hate fans of hypnotism. <laughs> Fortunately, because uh-huh. it's a TV show, this plan works. Mm-hmm. The journalists get up. Do not... You know, they're, they're like, what happened? What happened? Where's Cagliostro? There's a huge chalk, chalk outline. Out <laughs> they're all stomping <laughs> on it. Like, what's going on? Not even noticing. I'm yeah. like, way to go, journalists. <laughs> way to take in your environment. <laughs> way to go, eagle eyes. They just start like... A, they just start going after everybody. Yeah. Like, and if you really came out of that state, you'd have no idea. Like, yeah. nobody acts like, oh, wait, what's huh? going on? Like, yeah. last thing I remember... Yeah. It was sitting here and he was talking to us. Yeah. Now this room is full of, like... Full of cops. cops There's a friends. dead body outline here. Cagliostro <laughs> is gone. Uh, Stephen King is over in the corner. J.B. Fletcher. Like They're a talking about author. werewolves. I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. This guy's ashing all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? No, but they just head to the person that looks the most in charge, I guess. <laughs> stomp all over their evidence. Because, <laughs> yeah, they were, they were like, getting evidence uh-huh. while these people were still just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, just sitting there. They were, like, there. dusting the people for prison. Yes, they were. <laughs> so the next day comes out. Jess mm-hmm. is out jogging. Cause she, Always. Just because you're on a vacay doesn't mean you can just give it a Consistency rest. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. <laughs> And Joan catches up with her. Joan t- tells her she slept in, which yeah. I'm like, of course you did. Of course but you did, But then she Joan. says that she stayed up all night fretting about being fired. And Jess is like, it's cool. I'm it's, not going to get you fired I'm not because gonna Jess narc- is a good human. Too good in this too case. Too good. I, I would have gotten Sometimes fired. people need to be fired. Yeah. Some people are just incompetent. Agreed. <laughs> but Jess says, you know, the detective... Corncob Pipe, he talked to me last night. He said, I could go now. So, yeah. but, but, but now, things now have there's interesting. an interesting murder. So, you've got a guy who was murdered in front of five witnesses who can tell you who nothing. can tell you nothing about what happened. Like, their eyes were open, they watched it happen, but they don't remember a thing so, because they were hypnotized. And I mean, I don't blame her in that case. I'm like, yeah. if I have like a kind of foot in the door into that mm-hmm. like investigation, I might want to stick around too. Yeah, I'm just like, to see how oh, what happened. Yeah. Not saying she, and she says, I'm not saying I'm going to write a book. Yeah. I just kind of want to see. I want to see where this goes. I want to see where this goes. Yeah. Then we come to the scene mm-hmm. that was written just for me. Just for you, honey. Just for me. Just for you. And people like me. It's 99% of the world. 99% of the same people in the world. We go to a, a man named Dr. Yambert. He's the hypnotist, psychologist that yeah. they have on staff mm-hmm. that was... Because apparently you keep a hypnotist on staff. <laughs> the, the, the Lake Tahoe PD keeps a yeah. Well, they have that in their metal detectors. <laughs> and they have like a psychic medium with the crystals <laughs> over in the corner, reading tea leaves. Yeah. Like, if you're going to die. It's the grim. I see the grim. If you're going to die, don't do it in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> but uh, basically, this scene is only here mm-hmm. for the people who are like, there's no way Jess. Fletcher mm-hmm. is going to buy into his hokey yeah. hypnotism there's, thing. There's no way, because she's too smart. And if you've seen any Sherlock Holmes movies, Sherlock Holmes never buys into it either. He thinks you can only be hypnotized if you're a dummy. If you are you have a weak mind. Yeah, because, and, and too, in these Sherlock Holmes movies, um, he's never hypnotized. Yes, he never is. Because he's too smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I can't get hypnotized yeah. by these shows. That's right, that's right. <laughs> I'm too smart, it, guys. You know, you can only hypnotize dummies, apparently. <laughs> So, Dr. Yambert says, 
he's going to hypnotize. So they have to hypnotize Jessica because she's clearly our anchor. He's literally going to hypnotize the skepticism out of her. Yeah. (laughs) That's the plan. Yeah. So And out of the audience. Right. To be hypnotism is real in this she episode. Is, yeah, she is our proxy. So in this can, universe, it is real. We can suspend our disbelief. Yeah, so we if have Je- to hypnotize Jessica. If Jessica believes, if mm-hmm. Jessica can be hypnotized, yes. anyone can be hypnotized. Yes. Therefore, okay, we're a clean slate. The audience we, will come We with believe us. that those mm-hmm. five people were, in fact, hypnotized to the point yeah. that they know nothing. Exactly. That's that's what the scene is for. That's what the scene is for. And so he does end up hypnotizing her, and she goes into different accents of things it's that he cute. wanted her to say. It was a cute scene. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. But Goodbye, that's it. Dr. Amber. It was just to say, hey, hypnotism is real in this. <laughs> Jess meets up with Andy, mm-hmm. and he's at a speaking spell. A slot, <laughs> slot machine. machine. <laughs> he's like, too bad, you lose. Do it again, baby. <laughs> oh, sorry, you lose. <laughs> Put more money in, you loser. <laughs> they just like, I'm about to pay out. <laughs> and, but, <laughs> and Andy and Jess are just like, wow, the future wow, has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Skynet. <laughs> They're just so amazed by this whole situation. She's talking to Andy. Andy says, like, yeah, they questioned me for hours last night. It was an like, Inquisition, he, he says. He's like, but I remembered nothing. Yeah. But while we were here. But he says, I would have confessed to it if only to get him off my case. Yeah, yeah. He said he yeah. felt like almost confessing to it, which mm-hmm. is a real thing that a lot of people yeah, say. Yeah, under stress, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he does say... What was weird about that night? Mm-hmm. That was Michaels that, was drunk. Who's who's Michaels? Uh, Jaws Mayor. Jaws Mayor was drunk, and the funny thing but about Jaws Mayor is not because he's really good at holding his liquor. He's like a professional he's, alcoholic. He's a professional drunk. Yeah, like all the time. He doesn't get out of bed before noon because he can't drink before noon. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's no point to get up before yeah. noon because the no one's serving no alcohol. No one's serving yet. alcohol yet. So he's like, he's not usually that, and I couldn't help but think. Jaws Mayor was faking it. Yeah. And she's like, well, why would he fake it? Mm -hmm. And he says, I think he was giving me my big shot. Yeah, at like proving this guy was a phony. Yeah. Well, and we know that Jaws Mayor is a coward. He does, he did not want to be even under the spell, Mm -hmm. no matter how much he wanted to get the scoop or whatever. He was just a coward. Right. So he sent his uh, protege. Yeah. And that's why he faked drunk. Yeah. Or. Did he fake drunk to go upstairs and kill him? Find out after these messages. So Jess goes upstairs. She finds a detective lounging, smoking, Mm -hmm. smoking again. Corncob pipe guy. And he has found out now that she's an author. Yeah. And he's really accusing her like, oh. You're just going to write me as an incompetent cop. Because I can't figure out what's going on. You're going to make me look like an idiot. And Jessica being Jessica Mm -hmm. is very placating. And she says... No, A, I'm not writing a book. Mm-hmm. And B, if I were writing a book, I wouldn't make you a fool because this is a weird, wacky case. Yeah, and like, I'm just as baffled as you are. Yeah, you're not a fool. Mm-hmm. So and that kind of, that's just putting him off his guard and yeah. he is now more welcoming of her. Yeah, so he's now more willing to work She's with not her. a threat mm-hmm. at this point. And they discuss, like, well, our prime suspect yeah. has to be Loja because right. A, they know his wife was yeah. cheating on him. With, oldest motive in the book. They say oldest motive in history. Mm. Although I don't think that's why Cain killed Abel. So I don't know. Wasn't over a woman. Was it? Was it? I don't was know. it jealousy? Nobody knows. <laughs> There's no way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> and, you weren't there. And also, he had 
there's witnesses of him attacking Cagliostro mm-hmm. less than an hour before he died. With a spork. With a spork. <laughs> so, but the only problem with that is, that Jessica points out, is, is that he comes off the elevator two seconds after they heard the glass shatter. Yeah, like, there's no way he could have mm-hmm. broken the glass. I mean, they're like on the third or fourth story of this building gotten back right. into the building on the elevator and right. show up at the exact right time. So then he's like, well, he must have had an accomplice. And they're like, well, okay, maybe. maybe. We don't know. Yeah. Now we go to the workout room of mm-hmm. the Lake Tahoe Evergreen Which resort. is like a storage closet, maybe? It's, a sto- <laughs> it's, it's super it's small. Like, the it, exercise bike was on top of the weightlifting <laughs> machine, which was on top of her, like, weird weightlifting If you set. had, like, a room in your house that you had exercise <laughs> equipment that you didn't use. Right. And you just shoved it in there, that's what this workout yes, room was like. Yes, that's what it was. And we meet Miss Diamond. Yeah. Miss Diamond. Sheila Diamond. Sheila Diamond is the person who stands on stage mm-hmm. with Caliostra, holds her arms out, and goes, Ta-da! <laughs> She's like the magician's assistant. Yes, but he's not a magician. No. And he shouldn't have to have an assistant. Uh, no, but he has to have one, apparently. <laughs> and so Jessica jumps on an exercise bike, which mm-hmm. she says looks it's really high tech. And, really uh, high tech. Because it probably talks, too. And they just <laughs> they just kind of chill and work out together. Yeah. They just have a... Because she's a trying stitch. to get some information on how is the work environment. Does Sheila have a motive? Yeah, she's know. trying to get to know the people that are yeah. close to Cagliostro. Mm-hmm. And what she does find out from Miss Diamond was that Shark... Jaws... Jaws Shark, Mayor. Jaws Mayor was accusing Cagliostro of using hypnotism to blackmail people. Yeah, and it, so what he ended up doing was Cagliostro needed to get out of it. And so he fed Jaws Mayer a bunch of false information. Which he then... Which he and his editor then printed in the newspaper. And since it was all wrong and false, then Cagliostro sued them both for libel and destroyed destroyed their their careers. careers. Right. And at that point... But Jaws Mayor couldn't work for years, they say. Yeah. And when now that he is working again, mm-hmm. he's like a tabloid journalist. Yeah, he d- he can't get a legitimate job like anymore. Like Andy says at one point, like, oh, you probably haven't heard of him, but if you ever want to read him, you can pick up his work at the supermarket line. Yeah. Like, checkout line. So he's, like, kind of... So he's writing, I gave birth to an alien. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And this is when we find out... So that's out... a really good motive, clearly, for Jaws Mayor. Yes. You know. And then we find out. <laughs> then we find out the most divisive thing you and I have, have ever, ever disagreed on. Yes. Sheila Diamond. Sheila Diamond. Her previous career yes. was as a stripper and a trapeze artist. A stripper trapeze artist. Yes. Slash. Is slash. A, there's a slash there. Yes. So what do you think that See, is? See, okay. Now, when I heard what she was doing, <laughs> because she also had to work out and stuff. Yes. I thought she would strip while on the trapeze and it's swinging. That's and there's now hold on, and there's a big net to catch That's her just too in much. case, just in case she falls because she has to hold on with one hand, peel off some clothes while she's swinging on the trapeze. Sometimes she has to hold on with one leg while she's peeling off another, and it would be an exciting act. Right. Now, what did you think she well, did? Well, here's my problem with your theory. Okay. I think that's very difficult to do. Yes. It would be impressive. Yes. She'd be very far away. Not really. Just like 20 feet. No, 20 no, no. 20 feet up. But you were talking about fireworks and stuff. I wasn't putting fireworks in there. I was just singing <laughs> netting some can-can dancers on the side. That's a lot going on. It would be a great show. It's like Cirque du Soleil, okay. just in the buff because they're stripping. Okay. Which me- means it would be even more difficult <laughs> because you're having to strip while holding on for dear life. 
I felt. <laughs> Yours is so ridiculously boring. That she was on a swing. <laughs> already naked. <laughs> about three feet off the ground. And she just sits there in the dark. <laughs> in the dark. Just doing nothing. Like a spilt beer underneath <laughs> her with a cigarette butt. <laughs> and there's no music. And it's just a, a rusty she's old chain. Sit, she's just sitting there. <laughs> just not a rusty, doing old, anything. rusty old chain. <laughs> she doesn't Yours? take off her clothes. She's just naked from the she, beginning. No, see, but that's where you're wrong. That cannot possibly it because she says she's a stripper. Trip not a stripped. Artist. Not already stripped. That means that implies she has to take off her clothes whilst she's trapezing. I still think y- your idea... Mm-hmm. While exciting, yeah, and great, would just require so much space of the strip. Well, club. yeah, that's why she was so proud of what she did. I mean, I you would can't be, too. be proud just sitting naked on a swing. Anybody can do that. <laughs> so but you, you are proud of being able to like totally strip and <laughs> dance and be like really smooth up in the air while you're swinging from a trapeze. I'm imagining some other people have to come in too, grab her by the arms and swing her yeah. down like they do in circuses. I just see sad lighting on her. See, sad, yours is so lighting. pathetic. There's no way she would be proud of that because she was proud of what she did. Yeah, she's proud of it. Which means too. it requires a lot of work and effort. Just sitting on a swing, not doing anything, that requires zero effort. Be- zero effort. I think you're going to be great. <laughs> that would be so boring. What kind of gross dude just sits there yeah. at a table just smoking me like, mm, I'm just staring at some booze. Yeah. Mm. And then she starts kicking her legs just a little bit, get a little height. <laughs> that seems so boring. So and again, I'm imagining and I, and this sad club that. with just a whole bunch of gross <laughs> Dude, sitting around yeah. just like that, that, oh, that's 100% the audience. Like Jabba I see. the Hut is back there, yeah. just sitting with a comb over. Jabba with the Hutt, a, with a comb over. These are the saddest, most monkey. depressed men. <laughs> is there? And she's just sitting there, and they're like, and then it's just total silence. In my imagination, there's no music playing. <laughs> it's just her alone on the stage doing nothing but sitting on a swing naked. See, now in my interpretation, everybody's there because it's so cool. And then like all you hear is like an occasional like cough in the back. <clears throat> <clears throat> I think it's like art. <laughs> It'd be so ballsy. Just be up there, brazenly sit there. But I don't see her brazenly because I can't no. see her. See, but that is not what would have happened. Not at all. Because she was so proud of her work. And nobody, nobody would be like, this is is the act (laughs) we're going to be doing tonight. It's a strip tease. Not even. She's just sitting there naked. (laughs) Not doing a thing. Just sitting there naked. The amazing diamond. (laughs) She'll sit on a swing for you or something. I don't know. See, mine's just really exciting. <laughs> Yours is amazing. It would be great. I would totally watch that show. Anyway, concurrent to this, yes. Joan is on a payphone, mm-hmm. which are things where you used to use quarters to call yes. people at different places. Mm-hmm. Next to her. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Two payphones down, because they usually came in little herds, Yeah. is Andy, 
and he is getting information. He's he's actually learning the same information that yeah. we just and learned. And Joan is eavesdropping. Busy body. Does Joan even know who Andy is at no, this point? No, I don't think so. I don't so. think they've had a scene together because mm-hmm. he introduced himself to Jess while yeah. she was off talking yeah. to. I don't think they know each other. She's just eavesdropping. And it's like, <gasps> she's a trapeze I, you know what artist. It, you know well, what it, clearly Sherry Diamond is the killer. And you, the reason why she knew who Sherry Diamond is because she's a Caliostra super fan. Yeah. She's like, oh, he's talking about the the person. So she, so Joan's like, ding, I got it. <laughs> and uh, and also, I should also point out at this point, people are now checking out of the hotel because there's, there's so many cops because so many they cops, can't figure it out. They're tearing down walls in order to try to figure out how he was killed in this room. And this is not Loja's not happy about not this at, all. at all. So Jess goes outside mm-hmm. and finds Jaws Mayor by the pool, surprised to see him by some water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jaws, but he's not drinking water. He's drinking booze. Yeah, he's drinking booze because it's true to his alcoholism. Poor thing. He needs yeah. help. He calls the waitress his nurse. Yeah, he needs help. He needs real help. And Jess doesn't say anything. Like no, maybe she gives him help. But you can tell she's judging. She's judging quietly. Judging. Mm. Jaws Mayor tells her, like, look, you're a writer. I'm yeah. sort of a writer. Let's not get in each other's way. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're not even in my league, Sonny. <laughs> but she, but really, what she says is. I'm writing, even if I were writing anything about this, mm-hmm. it would be a novel. Right. It wouldn't come out for months. You're a news, you know, you're a reporter. Mm-hmm. So we're not really good. Let's just not withhold information from each other because right. that's dumb. We can, yeah. we can pull, we can our, pull our information. Pull our information. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, that's fair enough. And so then she immediately. So asks, she's like, so what do you know? Nothing. Nothing. Well, why were you pretending to be. I was just drunk? closing the beaches. What? <laughs> <laughs> and so she says, well, why were you pretending to be drunk? Yeah. And he's like, oh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, I'm not playing poker with you, young lady. Yeah. <laughs> he says he didn't want to be a part of the sideshow. Yeah, which, in other words, he's a coward. But as we've we discussed ourselves, that's not an answer to the no. question of why did you pretend to be drunk. Yeah, it's not an answer. It's not an answer mm-hmm. why he wasn't there. Like, okay, fine. Because he was pretending to be drunk before Cagliostro brought up the press thing. Yeah, he came yeah. up to their table yeah. Quote unquote drunk. drunk. Yeah. So why? So why would you do that? Was and it he... so he could save face when yelling at Cagliostro because he'd be like, oh, I was drunk at the time. Right. Is that like, I don't, why? I mean, I'm it, very confused. I think maybe. Okay. It was not for Cagliostro's benefit he was pretending but to be Andy? drunk. But for Andy? But for Andy, if we believe Andy's theory mm. that he was trying to give Andy the big gig. Like, he's kind of like, okay. it's sundown on my career. Okay. But you can have a good career still, kid. Mm. So I'll pretend I'm too drunk to take this story so I can give yeah, you the good story. Yeah, but that's, that's after the story. Yeah. This is, we're talking about before he stumbles over toward Cagliostro. Oh, right, because he wouldn't have had a story yeah. yet. Yeah, he wouldn't have had a story yet. Unless we're to believe so, Jaws Mayor is so shrewd that he knew that this charade <sighs> would end in Cagliostro and he brazenly. Wouldn't. He and, wouldn't. and he wouldn't because yeah. Cagliostro was like yeah. about to kick him out. Was yeah, like, I'm very confused. Me. I'm very confused. So I don't know. Like, it's poor writing for me yeah. when she asks a direct question. Yeah. Why did you do this? Mm-hmm. And he does not answer it at all. Not at all. And it's never... Mm-mm. I mean, we're still debating it. We're still it. debating I, it. I have no idea yeah. why he was pretending to be drunk. I don't either. There's no real reason. But anyway, while well, well, he's answering her there, they look up and they see someone rappelling down yeah. the hotel. And everybody by the pool is like, oh my God, someone's <laughs> rappelling from the top of the building. And, and literally, if I saw someone doing that mm-hmm. right then, I'd be like, oh, he's up there like cleaning windows or, yeah. you know. I wouldn't have even noticed. I wouldn't, yeah, it would, it would have been like... <laughs> 
it would be something you'd look up and be like, oh. And yeah. then you like, go about your yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. But, but not these but no, people. No. These, it, they stop what they're doing. <laughs> they stop their, what they're doing. Jess goes up to the roof. Mm-hmm. The police are all there. Joan is there. Joan is there acting all high and mighty. It's like She's like, I figured it out. I know who the killer is. I'm, I'm so great. Oh, look, here she is now. The stripper swinger. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, stripper slash murderess. Yeah, and Sheila Diamond comes out, and she's like, what am I up here for? Joan is like, well, the killer came in through the... Through the roof. roof. So as a trapeze artist, I thought you might offer some insights as to how they would have climbed down. And Sheila's like, I was naked on a swing. (laughs) That was my job. (laughs) Like, I didn't rappel down buildings or anything like that. And Joan's like, no, come, come look. And she like pushes her over to like the edge. And Joan, I mean, sorry, uh, Sheila freaks out. She freaks out. She's clearly afraid of heights. And because Joan is a dum-dum, she like runs away. She's like... That proves it. That she proves a, it. She, she freaked, freaked out. out. Yeah. And Jess is like, she's afraid of heights. Yeah, because she had a really bad fall, which is why she's no longer trapeze artist. See? Off they, three feet. That's a, no, they didn't have the netting. They she didn't have the, the netting beer. that night. She fell into the beer they and the cigarette smoke. They did not have netting that night. And so she fell and now is scared of heights. And that's why the trapeze art show is over. Over. Yeah. And that's how she became wrapped up with Calliope. Yes. That was like her next yeah. job. Because there's no way you injure yourself sitting naked on a swing. <laughs> you don't know. You weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> she got startled. She was trying to get off after her act was there. Like she was waving to the crowd. Her butt cheeks got stuck on yeah, the rubber swing. It got stuck on the... Her butt cheeks got stuck. <laughs> she got tangled up. The, the lights get hot and you get all kind of sweaty. Her finger got pinched in the little chain Oh, legs. my God. <laughs> Your idea is horrible. I don't know what either of that says about us. Like, you have this, like, amazing, like, sexy, vibrant thing. And I'm like, it's just sad swing, man. <laughs> just like life. We're just, we're just all naked on our swings, aren't we? Surrounded in black. There's just some, like, just heavy staring, layer of smoke. People staring at us, smoking. <laughs> so That's gross. what life is, man. But Jess is like, this is dumb. This yeah. is so dumb. She's clearly afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. And... It took, like, the entire Lake Tahoe police force and, like, this huge, like, elaborate rigging, which I don't think is really necessary. It's not. I, you just I know tie a rope because somewhere? I know because I took rock climbing and rappelling in college. <laughs> 101. And 101. And you just hook your clip yeah. in order to rappel. But they have the this, first like, step crane. is the most dangerous and the scariest. But once you're over that first step, it's super easy. Yeah. So, yeah, they had this huge get up of cranes <laughs> and, like, 10 other guys. And I was like, Hey, that's yeah, this I is unnecessary. I got, but for the sake of the show, it was too much of a yeah. too much of a thing, and they were like, "No, no, no." Yeah. It's it just like you're you're dumb, Joni. You're dumb. <laughs> you're dumb. You're basic. <laughs> <laughs> so then they go and meet up with Loja because he's still sort of their prime suspect. They don't uh-huh. know how, Mm-mm. but they're like, "Okay, you had the best motive out of." Uh, the only motive, as far as we can tell. From right now, yes. For right now. Well, uh, Jaws because Mayor has a good motive. Jaws Mayor has an excellent motive. Uh, Loja has an excellent motive. And, and then coming up, we're going to get another suspect with an excellent motive. Yes, we do. Yes. And then after that, we get the actual murderer who has the best motive ever. <laughs> it's just the motives get better and better and better. I was like, yeah, I agree. I would do the same, man. Uh, <laughs> so he asked the detective, he's like, 
uh, so when are you going to be done with this? Mm-hmm. The detective says, at this rate, by ski season, which isn't... It has no confidence in himself. No confidence at all. I think you get this at th- this point, if you're thinking that, then just go ahead and call it a cold case and <laughs> unsolved and move on. He's like Detective Droopy Dog. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, if, that's, if that's your confidence someday, level in this, maybe. it's only going to get colder and you're never going to solve this it. This is way outside of my wheelhouse. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to smoke my pot. <laughs> <laughs> like we did the sound. So Jess talks to Loja. She's like, She's like, well, you still have the best motive because of cheating. And he says, I couldn't have done it because I was with Regina and we were. And he does this finger thing with it's his like, fingers being imagine, like, we're together. We were together. We were together. And imagine the thing he does with his fingers. And I, I encourage everyone to watch this episode. And oh, don't take for sure. For, for sure. But watch it. It's basically if like. A vampire was coming after you, and you crossed your fingers together. Yeah. That was his sex. Yes. That was we were intimate. Thing. Yes. I don't even know. <laughs> we, How does that we just work? We smacked our torsos together. We just... I don't know. That's why we don't have any children. We never figured it out. <laughs> we just kind of slapped together. <laughs> Maybe if I didn't go to so many trappy strip shows, I'd know <laughs> what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> So yeah, but was he going to the fun trapeze show or the really boring, creepy one? Oh, he, oh he's got the comb over in the back of my show. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's going on? No, see, I see him as running this awesome trapeze show in mine. <laughs> oh, you think Lowe's is that dynamic? Ex- yes, he's an excellent businessman. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe he runs yours, but he secretly slinks <laughs> off to mine. Because he's like, I just like sitting here smoking, staring at bazooms. <laughs> like. I don't need anything else. Just bazooms on a swing. <laughs> I like to be surrounded by the dark. With the like tinkle of like melting ice in a glass. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're drinking. Gross. His little lizard monkey just, next to him. <laughs> yours is so gross. It's so sad. And I feel like it's slimy from like all of the you like. Feel dirty. Yeah, I feel dirty it. talking about. I bet our yours. listeners right now are like. Oh, yeah, I feel much... really dirty talking about. I yours. just gave, I just gave a bunch of people like sh- shudders. <laughs> <laughs> like, just herpes all Ugh. over. Oh, so, sounds disgusting. So Jess goes outside, mm-hmm. and Regina comes out of the hotel, mm-hmm. and she is looking furtive as. F. Very suspicious. <laughs> she looks very suspicious. And Jess is like, hmm. Hmm, I'm gonna follow she, her. She climbs into this like cream colored car. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get a taxi. There's no taxis mm-hmm. around. She gets so a, this guy comes up on a motorcycle. And not even like a motorcycle, it's like and a she, dirt bike. And she was like, hey, do you know where I can get a taxi? And he's like, oh, there's not one. She goes, oh, I really wanted to follow that car. He goes, like in the movies? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, get on! <laughs> and this kid is the best. Oh, awesome. I mean, he's amazing. And yeah. they, they chase her down the roads. Mm-hmm. Well, not chase. They, they follow her. Follow nice her. distance. Nice distance. Yeah. Although they seem really close to them, that like yeah, that the payoff was so easily done. Right. Okay, so Regina and Kevin Zach. Kevin Zach. Uh, meet up, and she gives him this huge, huge wad of money. cash. Not like in an envelope. No, or a satchel. it's just wrapped up in a rubber band, and it's like I don't know, half Three a inches. foot thick. <laughs> it's like super thick. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't put it in your wallet or anything. No. It's and like, he looks at it and goes, "Thank you, ma'am." Thank you, ma'am. And like waves it around a little bit so everybody can see its yeah. money. And, and then gets into his car. And motor it was sco- not secretive no, at all. No, and Motor Scooter Kid is like, it's like, what was that? And she and just goes, I believe that was a payoff. And, and, he, and the kid is like, yeah. Like, he gets super excited like, about it. Nice. Yeah. Like, that was the best part of his day. Maybe the best part yeah. of his 
Yeah, like, that was the life. best day of his life. You know, <laughs> like, his kids being born, not even close. Would you do that if like someone came up to you and was like, "I need you to follow that car"? Would you? No, I'm not damaging if, my car. What if it looked? Like, what if it was someone like? J.B. Fletcher. Like no. You're not doing it? No. Hey, I don't... <laughs> no. I don't know who you are. I don't know what your motives are. It's like, oh, why don't you trust the good guy with the gun? I don't know who that guy is. He just has a gun. <laughs> what am I supposed to think? <laughs> no, I'm getting out of there as fast as I can. Yeah. <laughs> but I do I do love the fact that she just jumps on the back of the stranger's motorcycle <laughs> and, like, zooms off. <laughs> so Jess puts herself in... Her favorite position, which is missionary, potential, <laughs> <laughs> potential victim, is what I was gonna say. Oh, oh which oh. is also known as dark. That's because you're in a dark headspace with your weird trapeze act, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, my club is the kind you go to to write good dark poetry. <laughs> I, ugh, I'm not going within a thousand feet of your bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're better not, because you can get staff. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh. So, you're Jess, disturbing. Jess says, "Yo, Regina, cool, mm-hmm. Regina, cool, Regina." Tisk tisk tisk. I saw the payoff. And so Regina goes, "Oh, I suppose that means you want money too." And Jess is like, "No, no. I just wanted to give you the chance to explain what you were doing before I out you to everyone. Before I out you to everyone, even though you could be a potential murderer. Yeah, you killed this guy. <laughs> you could kill me. You could. Yes, murder is a slippery slope. A sl- slippery slope. This is well established. <laughs> and yeah, kill somebody else to shut them I've, up. I've put myself in a very vulnerable position. Very. <laughs> but clearly, Jessica knows she's not a murderer. She just she wants don't. to know what the payoff is for. No, no, no. Yeah, she wants to know, and Regina kind of confesses her. She's feeling. like, "Well, I paid Kevin Zach." To kill Cagliostro because Cagliostro would not let me go. Right, because she did like Cagliostro. Yeah. And she, she legitimately wasn't just they a had a, and an she affair. definitely had an affair with him, and she really liked him, and then wanted to call it off. But because, he wouldn't let her. But go. he wouldn't. He wouldn't allow it. So she called Kevin Zach and was like, "Hey, can you murder this guy?" And he's like, "Oh, sure." So let's set up a second meeting to work out the details, and that's when he recorded her saying that. And now that Cagliostro is dead, he thought it'd be a good idea to blackmail her. Well, I think he thinks that she did it. Probably. Probably, or even if he doesn't yeah. think that, I mean, he's like either mind, way, this is damning evidence, and she owes me money. Yes, yeah, so you give me money yeah. because otherwise, I'm going to give everyone this tape that exactly. says you trying to hire especially me since he's him. unemployed now too. Yeah, you know, he's looking out for a numero uno. <laughs> numero uno. Joan and. Jess and Detective Corncob Pipe adjourned mm-hmm. to a karaoke bar. And they're discussing all of their options about these five witnesses who saw what happened but can't remember it. They're stuck. They don't know what to do. Joan is like so many, super focused so on... So many people with motives. Yeah, Joan is super focused on Sheila Diamond. Yeah. And as Jess points out, she's like, she has no motive to None. kill him. They weren't like together. Mm-hmm. So there was no like romantic, yeah. emotional The attachment. only thing that she gets out of this death is unemployment because she definitely can't go back to her trapeze artist job yeah. unless it's your idea. <laughs> 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 if she's just sitting there on a swing, she can totally go back to that job. There you go, see? But if it's mine... I'm a job creator. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't with that. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> oh, my God. I have a new business I'd like to announce. <laughs> it's called Sad Strippers. <laughs> 
That's true. This is awful. Oh, you look like such a lech. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You are not a lech. You're not disturbing. I, so I don't. I don't know what this is. <laughs> this is coming out I'm of left field for me. Differently. <laughs> this is way out of left field for me. I just. I just. I, I just, thought I knew you. We've been together I just forever. I just didn't have the pyrotechnics that you did. <laughs> you didn't have the coolness. Mine was just sad and boring. <laughs> Yours is so <laughs> pathetic. It's worse than a peep show. <laughs> It's worse than those like penny things. Yeah, where you just like, crank it and like yeah. it's like what the butler saw and like yeah. it's like it's like I know, I know the one. That's what I was talking about. Where it lifts up just a bit and you just see like some genitalia and then it goes back down. You see him at like the old like yeah. Atlantic Beach, like yeah. yeah, that's it. So. Jess is like, you're dumb. It's not, yeah. I can tell you one thing. It's not Sheila it's Diamond. Not She's Sheila way Diamond. too cool for this. Yeah, way too cool. <laughs> Never seen her show. And um, <laughs> the detective is, is just aggravated. He's yeah. just about to tear his hair out or set it on fire with his yeah. pipe. And he says, this sucks because there's a, I have a guy dead. Mm-hmm. I have five witnesses, mm-hmm. but they can't tell me anything. Like a murder They occurred. might as well be deaf. Dumb and blind, like a pinball wizard. Like a pinball wizard. Yeah. yeah. We know this song. Yeah. Anybody yeah. cool out there knows this song, <laughs> yeah. too. Jess is like, gets a notion. Yeah. She says, say that again. And he says, that deaf, dumb, and blind kid sure can play mean <laughs> pinball. Exactly. And she, and she says, precisely. <laughs> he sure can. Now they pull their resources mm-hmm. together and they, they pull their sting operation. Yeah. Joan goes to the bar, downs a glass of red wine real fast. Real fast. That woman can drink wine. This is the second time in this episode she, that she has downed a glass of wine. I mean, I guess if... I guess if, if you're she doesn't Joan. Need those, she doesn't need those brain cells for nothing. Wow. And she's there with uh, Jaws Mayor. Mm-hmm. He notices... She gives, a, a, I guess, a very... Loud sigh, sigh of relief. relief yeah. Which, give me a sigh of relief. <sighs> he's like, wow, that sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. What's up? And she says, uh, oh, Jess and uh, Detective mm-hmm. Corncob Pipe, they figured out who the murderer is. I mean, we don't have all the evidence yet. So you can't write anything. And he's like, oh, well, can you just give me the scoop? Let me know who She's you She's like, well, okay, is. just promise me you won't write anything. But it's Sheila Diamond. It's 1,000 million, One million percent, percent Sheila, Sheila Diamond, Diamond, who has absolutely no motive. And she broke she, in and she was she naked. She's downstairs. I mean, <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> Completely naked. Oh, my gosh. That would have been so cool. She did jump off on a swing and, like, bust through the window. <laughs> naked. Naked. <laughs> and he's like, okay, yeah, of course. Of course I'm a trustworthy guy. I'm not going to tell nobody. I'm not going to tell My anybody. lips are sealed. Okay. Cut so, to. <laughs> cut to Andy Townsend. Andy Townsend. Andy Townsend. Our little Aryan errand boy. <laughs> he, Poor little Andy. He is in the murder room. Yeah, so what they decide to do is to rehypnotize him well, so they, that while he's under hypnosis, yes. he can tell them what he remembered. And I'm like, well, if this is something that's possible. It could have been done at any it, time. It, you already had Yamber there the first time you guys found Cagliostro's body. Yeah. He could have easily rehypnotized them and asked them who did it. And they would have been like, oh, this guy right here. Yeah, and he's by himself. And I and I, I'm like, why isn't he like, well, where are the other people? But, but you've said yeah. to me, you were like, well... Probably is to see if their stories line up. Yeah. So, so Andy's not too suspicious of what's going on. Exactly. Right now. They're doing this one at a time so that they all have the same story. Right. 
So they hypnotize Andy, and he tells them, he's like, oh, my gosh, I it's remember Sheila Diamond. She came in from the window she and came, killed him. She came in from the window. She and then busted in the back. some glass. She, she, took, she took a poker out of, like, the yeah. fireplace. She busted the glass, and, and then, then she left. zoomed away. And then they're like, okay, oh, we're going to get you out of this. I'm going to snap my fingers. One, two, three, snap. You're awake. And he's yeah. like, I remember. It was Sheila I Diamond. <laughs> it was Sheila Diamond. And Jess is like, you busted. Yeah. And they're like, Because she goes, was. no, no, it wasn't. It was you. It was you. And he's like, well, what are you talking about? And I was like, hypnotized. And she's like, basically, we set up Jaws Mayor. We knew he would tell you yeah. what we wanted him to tell you. Yep. Once you told us what he told us, yeah. we knew That's you were, what we knew. You're exactly. Mm-hmm. And what it turns out is, you know, Di- uh, Sheila Diamond has acrophobia, so she's not no. repelling from anywhere. She's a fear of heights now. Because she fell from a three-foot-high swing. The hypnotist they got isn't even Dr. Gambert, who they have on staff. No, he's just standing there coaching a blackjack dealer from next door. From the next door, from the next door casino. And and at the second rewatch, I was like, well, did they even pay the blackjack dealer to do this? I think it's just civic duty. This is your civic duty. Instead of jury duty, we want you pretending to be a hypnotist so we can so we can entrap this guy into confessing. Uh, 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 Aaron Dermonhill, we're going to need you to uh, come down <laughs> to this hotel and I'm going to need you to uh, convincingly play a, a hypnotist. hypnotist. <laughs> we're going to have another, we're going to have a real hypnotist who could do this there <laughs> to coach you how to do it well. But we want to uh, have some random stranger. Do it. <laughs> well, I'm not an actress. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> we just got the first person we saw. Thank you. Uh, do I get paid for this? No. Not at all. This is your duty you to gotta... America. <laughs> are you a patriot? Are you, are you a traitor? Come on. A traitor? Come on. You have, you have thoughts of treason? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on, Aaron. Get over here. Let's do this. No. I'm getting on this guy with his motorcycle. and We're going far away. <laughs> <laughs> what she finds out is that An- or Andy had bought earplugs at the mm-hmm. at the General Stoa. Yeah. And At the gift shop downstairs. Same thing. Yeah. And Don't uh, you love how I pointed downstairs? Yeah. yeah. And that's why when she was with the annoying fan who didn't recognize who she actually was or kept telling her she was, wasn't who she said she was. Yeah. And she was like, Andy, Andy, Andy. And he, that's why he didn't hear her. He didn't because hear Because he, okay. Here's yeah, my this question. Is, this is okay, a, why did he already put in the earplugs at the bottom of the hotel? And okay. how, when he was in there with everybody. Would he be able to follow the instructions? Yes. Because he was doing things before everybody else was. Now, it would have made sense if the director had had him do it, like, three seconds after everybody else. So yes. that he was watching well, them we and imitating ex- yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. But, but on the second rewatch, I made sure. And, no, he was constantly going first as if he was hearing the, the, the instructions. Yeah. The reason why he was had the earplugs is this because... You can be hypnotized by a voice. Everyone can be hypnotized at any time. You should be afraid of it. It should be the yeah. number one thing you're afraid of in but this life. But if you can't hear it, you can't. Then you're not going to be hypnotized. <laughs> so that's why he had earplugs. So there you go. Now let's get to motive. But 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 but, but, but. Okay. but yeah, I, I in answer to your question, I think he put the earplugs in downstairs mm-hmm. because he wasn't around anyone. So he put them in early. Okay. So that he could. So he wasn't like in the room. Now, being like, how earplugs, big earplugs. are these earplugs? Because the every question, single earplugs that I've ever seen, they've been like kind of big rubbery things. Yeah, I used to have to. You're wear not ear- getting super secret spy earplugs in a hotel gift shop. I used to get terrible swimmers here because I'm a huge nerd <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, and I uh, not a nerd now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, now you're skeezy. <laughs> no, with your trapeze Don't put act. That out there. 
I didn't. They they made it up. No, no, no. We had totally different interpretations. They made it up. Totally different interpretations. It's like a Rorschach test. You're like whatever. Okay, everyone, close your eyes. Imagine a a stripper on a a swing, (laughs) and whatever you see, that's who you are inside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but they were big rubbery things, and he was a clean cut ish dude. He was a clean cut for eighty. Yeah, he didn't have the hair that could cover it. And when Cagliostro was like testing to make sure they mm-hmm. were actually under. Yeah. He was like touching them and he's right by their heads. Yeah. So there's no there's no way he could put earplugs in mm-hmm. and you not notice. And they would it. have to be flesh color too. And I think most earplugs are like pink or blue. They're not yeah, there's they're, no, they're not really your exact flesh color. Well or anyone's flesh color. Yeah. yeah. They're not they're just like kind of putty. Yeah. You so know, I don't so, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it doesn't hold water no. to me. But let's get to motive. So what yeah. was his motive? Okay, and this, I understand why you would kill somebody over this. Well, this is like when we This watched... is the first time that I'm like, yeah, I agree with your murder. Well, this is like when we watched Urban Legend the other day, <laughs> and we were like, oh, I totally get why she would do this. Yeah. I'm, I'm right <laughs> I would do this, too. Like, yeah, I, 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 I understand. This serial killer, I, like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And these people are annoying, so like sometimes like, annoying people get in your way, and you just have to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Siri apparently heard me say, hey, serial killer. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to go get it. So I'm going to be arrested soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a podcast, guys. Research. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're always spying. They're always watching. They're us. always spying. They're all- Look at those ads that you get when I you know. get on the computer. I know. They know they, what you're talking about. They know about. what they're you're listening. doing. They know. Okay, so so anyway, so tell me about tell me about Andy. Okay, so Andy's father was the bureau chief who okayed the libel article that Jaws Mayor had written. Right. So they were both sued and their careers were both destroyed. Yeah. Well, Andy's father couldn't take it. Yes. And so he killed himself. Yes. And of course, who do you blame for that? Cagliostro. Well, Cagliostro is the person who yeah. literally like destroyed his life, yeah. his livelihood, everything he'd worked for exactly. by a phony story, mm-hmm. like literal fake news yeah. that he tricked them into printing just so he could sue them yeah. for printing it. And destroy their careers. He knew exactly what he was doing because he didn't want to get caught blackmailing people. Yes. So he destroyed them. And then, you know, if your dad kills himself right. because of something like this, well, you're going to go after the guy who caused it all. Yeah. Cagliostro. Yeah. So I totally understand so why this, he did this. So this was like his opportunity. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is Well, fun. and he even says, I've been waiting for years to find a way to take d- down this guy. But and then this opportunity falls into my lap. But it's weird to me, too, though. Like, Which means he believes the hypnotism was real. Oh, he knew it was real because he knew yeah. he could murder him in yeah. front of people. Which is why he had the earplugs. Which is clever. Mm-hmm. But here's my question. So do they follow Cagliostro? Do, they do. They, they do want just... him to trip up. So they've just been following him every night, watching his act, waiting for this to happen? Yeah, waiting for something because they hate him. And then the other thing that I think is really weird is Jaws Mayor really is looking out for Andy. Yeah, he really is. But Andy totally throws him under the bus when he tells Jess that he was faking drunk. drunk. Like that really kind of implicates him. Yeah. Because he's like, he wasn't around and he was faking being drunk. Yeah. So it's kind of a a dick move. But then, yeah, but... 
I think Andy was just throwing so many different clues out there, sort of like how I always oh, say, right. make everybody a suspect so right. that they never know what actually happened. Right. So you break the glass to throw people off the trail that, oh, they must have come in from outside. Yeah, and he, he, should, you know? he really should have thought about the breaking glass because they never really do explain it, but I guess it's, he's just trying yeah, to make it look like it came from someone outside. Yeah, everywhere, like, yeah. oh, it could have been this guy because yeah. he was faking drunk. Yeah, it wasn't But how us. do you prove he murdered him? You can't. Yeah. So you're not really throwing him under the bus. Because you know he can't be Because caught. you know he can't be caught. Right. Yeah. So if you drop a lot of clues that go out into a million different directions, it's hard to find the one clue that's correct. Right. So, I mean, in the end, you kind of feel bad for Andy. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, I know I did. I, mean, I was like, I agree with this murder. I mean, and again. Yeah, <laughs> and I, besides, this I, guy I, is also blackmailing uh, Regina into having sex with him constantly. <laughs> My name is Aaron, and I approve of this murder. I approve this murder. <laughs> well, because, well, he was blackmailing people. Yeah. He got Jawsmere and Andy's yeah. father ruined their careers. Ruined, ruined their career. Not just like ruined. got you fired, ruined their ruined careers. Ruined their careers to the in point their, where one in, guy had to kill himself. And there is hints. Mm-hmm. Or there are at least the allegations out there that he may use hypnotism to seduce women. Yes. So he's also like a I, big time rapist. Like, I think, because now that I'm thinking about it, mm-hmm. I think, yes, the affair was consensual at first. Yeah. But when she says he wouldn't let her go, it go. actually was Yeah, hypnotism. so then it became like he was raping her. So, you know what? Screw you, Calio. Yeah. I'm glad you're dead. That's why I said I approve of this murder. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, 100%. You got rid of a horrible human being. Sorry, guys. And you got, you revenged your father. Yeah. You know what? This is good old school, like, justice. This is, like, biblical, man. Yeah. This is because what guys... what, were the cops doing anything about this? Was the law doing it? They no, were they weren't. They were smoking in crime scenes. Exactly. But guess up. who they're going to arrest? The guy who actually got justice. Yeah. 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 If Jess wasn't there, he would have gotten away with it, too. Those, That's what I'm saying. Sometimes. Kids. Sometimes murder is the answer. <laughs> no, no. Murder is never the answer. Murder is never the answer. Sounds but real I, slippery there. I, I know, I know. But it was justice. <laughs> but it was. It is a form of justice. It was a form of justice, you know, around King Arthur's time. <laughs> <laughs> so Jess leaves. She's like, yep, solve the murder. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it for me. Yeah. She leaves. Detective Corncob Pipe kisses her hand, which I still feel is wildly inappropriate. I've had my hand kissed a million times. Has it ever been appropriate? No. <laughs> there you go. I've never approved. How about like by like a coworker? Yeah, it's it's happened multiple times. Is it was it appropriate? No. So it's not appropriate. No, it is never appropriate. I did not appreciate and, it. And of course, he gives the same line that most of the cops mm-hmm. use, like, "Hey, anytime like I'm incompetent at my job, please feel free to come and help <laughs> bail me out." She's like, "Yep, yeah, we'll do." Joan comes running over. Mm-hmm. We gotta get one more shot of Joan. I really hope she's not a recurring character. I don't think she is. We haven't seen her again because hopefully people were like, oh no, she did get fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, people called into the network to were like... I mean, the actress did an amazing job nailing that character annoying. of being annoying. Yeah, but probably never got any jobs ever again. Because they were like, are you like uh, this in real life? Because yeah, like, we're not working with you. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's like, like well, where these actors here like just act like themselves right. and everything. Like Al Pacino or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> She's Joan is the Al Pacino of Murder She Wrote. Nice. So Jess tells Joan, "Hey, I've decided. You know, this was kind of interesting. I'm gonna write the book." So there you go. That's gonna. And help. so Joan's like, "Well, uh, the editor and I have already discussed it, and we like your idea, but we're gonna say it was Sheila Diamond." How do you feel about bending the truth? And then Jess gives this look like, what? like, oh, like, like no, yeah. she says, like, how do you feel about like a little lie? And yeah. Jess says. A little lie. Yeah. And then the credits come up. And then you and I turn to each other. We're like, 
She's a novelist. She writes fiction. She's not. This isn't not, all of it's a lie. It's not like it's like a nonfiction, like yeah, uh, true crime story. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Truman Capote's in Cold Blood, where yeah. it's like supposedly like a real account of a thing that happened. Exactly. She can, you know, she can do whatever she wants. And she's acting like, oh my god, how I could never, yeah. make Sheila Diamond the murderer. Like, well, and course. I am so pissed that everybody is hung up on, on Sheila, Sheila Diamond. Diamond. She is like the sweetest person. She's the, great. She's great. She's keeping it, you know, she's keeping fit. She's doing good stuff. Yeah, so I'm like, back off Sheila Diamond, man. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that either. Yeah, because yeah. you know what it is? It's like sex. Okay. It, it had to be like sex because like the stripper had to do it. You know? <laughs> okay. I think that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> it makes it sexier than if Well, it's it is candy. in the 80s, so. Yeah. And they hated anybody who like was sexual. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. How did you feel about the episode? I loved it. I loved every single character. Did you like it better the first time or the second time? Uh, The first time. um, I liked it watching it the second time, but I kind of ignored the bulk of it the second time. Because I was picking up on uh, other things, like the shirtless guys who are golfing. Now, that was weird. That's weird. I have never seen a person go to a a golf course or driving range and take off their shirts. Take off their shirts and and start swinging. And the mechanics of a golf swing is never going to be attractive on a like a shirtless person. I'm guessing it was to balance out the trapeze act. You have a naked woman on a trapeze, and here's like a half-naked dude swinging a it, golf club. Multiple, though. There were Lots multiple of swings. Guys. Lots of swings. Lots of swings oh, happening in this. Yeah, so you get it? Like, yeah, yeah. Lots of swings. Like yeah. naked, uh, naked yeah. swings. Yeah, yeah, naked swinging. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Although they should have been golfing at night in the dark. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I need some, like, street lights. <laughs> One light on yeah. them. Uh, how did I feel about the episode? I, I 100% agree. Yeah. Maybe one of my favorite murder oh, episodes. It's dumb, dumb, dumb. I yeah. don't like... We don't believe in hypnotism. I don't, it's not real. I don't believe in hypnotism. No. I don't like Joan at all. Oh, at all. But those things make it more worthwhile to watch. Oh, for sure. Like, they rile you up. They, yeah. They do hold your interest, and they, mm-hmm. they do kind of, like do something uh, fun with the whole Definitely. thing. Definitely. 100%. Watch this episode. Watch this episode. Yeah. I would say of the Murder, She Wrote that we've mm-hmm. watched so far, I'd say this one for sure. Yeah. And Off to Kill the Wizard because that was off, another fun one. Off to Kill the Wizard. That was another single do- guy dies the, alone in a room. The, How did they get in? Yeah, and the dog yeah. murder one. And the dog murder. With Morgana. That's Morgana. <laughs> Joan or Morgana get in the cage match. Who wins? Who comes out? Joan. Joan she'll, she'll pull hair. Joan, Joan, Joan. Joan will rip your trachea out like down, Dalton Joan and Roadhouse. Because she'll get Cagliostro to like turn her into oh, a, her to an animal. Yeah. And her favorite animal is probably like a weasel. Oh. She'll just she'll just oh bite God. the crap out of you. I was thinking ferret. <laughs> yes, 100% her animal yeah. is a ferret. Yeah, for sure. So, anyway, Morgana's a spotted owl or something. Yeah. <laughs> Be a fair fight then. Um, well, might be. Who I knows? I don't know. Uh, in the meantime, please watch this episode multiple yeah. times. We did it. Mm-hmm. You can always reach us at Twitter at Magnum She Wrote, mm-hmm. Gmail, Magnum She Wrote at Gmail.com. Hey. I meant to say email and I said Gmail, it's, it's but okay. same thing. You're fine. Yeah. I did so much better. We should just throw this whole <laughs> one away again. Try it again. Listen to third take. Take uh, three. But, uh, I don't want to know about your skeezy ideas of <laughs> yeah, these artists. Oh, that came off way more skeezy this time. Yeah, <laughs> way more skeezy. But, but anyway, we should probably let you all go. Because this is running long. This is running way longer than we thought. Yeah. But we love you, and we hope you have a wonderful week. Mm-hmm. And take care of yourselves. Yes, bye. Love you. Bye, love you.
and stop it.